So why do electricians charge so much? Are they actually a rip-off? I think it's common for a lot of people to not even bother calling an electrician because they think he's going to rip me off. It's going to be expensive. And I'm not entirely sure where it's all came from because there's a lot of cowboys out there, not just electricians, that do actually rip people off, unfortunately. There's so many Billy Bodger cowboy tradesmen out there that actually leave customers' houses in quite a dangerous state sometimes and then go ahead and rip them off. But I do believe there's a reason for this stereotypical thing of electricians being a complete ripoff. So in this podcast, I'm going to explain the reasons why electricians charge what they do, along with also understanding the customer's point of view on why they may think that electricians are a ripoff. Toolbox talking for electricians, helping electricians reduce stress, gain back time and earn more money. Hello once again and welcome back to Toolbox Talks for Electricians podcast. I'm Ben Poulter, you may already know. But electricians had a bad reputation in the trade, I think, of being a rip-off. And yet, I will admit it, there is electricians out there that are a rip-off. But just as much as some plumbers, plasterers, builders, every other trade has its cowboys. There is a lot of customers out there that have called me a rip-off over the years. But it hasn't stopped them asking me to go ahead and do the electrical work for them. I think the good, qualified electricians, they're needed and they'll always be needed. So this is why I go ahead and give a customer a quote a lot of the time so they know how much it's going to cost. It's not going to be a shock at the end of it where they go, how much? There's a guy that I used to work, well, I haven't seen him for a little while. I hope he's still about, but I did a lot of work for. And he used to say, how much? And I used to say to him, how, how much do you expect it to be? No, no, no. I always say that. He says, just to see if you knock it down a bit. So people like to try and knock tradesmen down. It's, it's an ongoing thing. It's a bit of a joke. In the end, I did find it funny, but it got a bit of annoying, to be honest. And going back to saying why it's a good idea to give a quote so the customer will know exactly how much things cost. Say you go into a kitchen, a kitchen refurb. And they, the, the customer obviously assumes, yep, you can just move a few sockets, extend a few sockets. But sometimes, in any kitchen, I like to rip it all out and start fresh. I want to put new sockets and new circuits in for them appliances because I'm putting my name to it, so I want to know that that's going to work spot on forever. But a lot of the time, because the customers maybe they've already got a cooker point and they're only having an oven and an extra hob, that's not much. Yeah, but the power-wise, it is a lot, and electricians know this, but they don't understand it sometimes and you've got to sort of explain to them that it's a new supply it's got to come from the fuse board and if i'm putting a new circuit in hmm, your fuse board is no good it needs upgrading and this can escalate into a lot of extra costs so this is why it's a good idea to give a customer a quote so they know what extra costs will know what it's going to cost them to have their kitchen refurbed and every appliance to put in that kitchen working perfectly I've been to no end of jobs where kitchen fitters say, yeah, I just want a couple of sockets here or I just need an oven supply. Well, it's not just. It will only take you five minutes. They book you in for maybe half a day or a few hours or something because they want a little job doing. It's a little job in their head. They don't understand that that is not on the ring main. You can't use that socket that you've got in there for your new oven or your new hob or that supply you've got in there for your, your new double integrated hob that needs a 10 mil feed and you've only got a 6 mil feed in. There's so many things that you need to check out before you can just look at it and go, yeah, that's easy. And this is what a lot of people do. They look at it and say, yeah, that's easy. All I need is this. All I need is that. It may be easy, but you want it to work for a long time or a little time. 
that's the thing. Or do you want to be a Billy Bodger and catch fire later on? What do you want to do? If you want to be a Billy Bodger, don't ring me. And this is the thing, because they can't physically see what you're doing behind them switches, behind them sockets. Customers don't care about what's in there and how it's done. They just want it to work. So this is the problem with a lot of customers, I think. They think that maybe, yeah, you're only putting a, a, a new hob supply in. That's not much. It's only one cable. Yeah, but you've got to get it from there to the fuse board. You can't just come off a lighting circuit. I've been there no end of times. People say, yep, I want a socket just below the light switch. There's a light switch just there, so you can come off that. In what world do we come off a light switch? You can, but that'll only be any good for maybe charging your phone. If that, it's not good to do it. So this is what a lot of people don't understand. There's, there's rules and regulations and way to do it. And what's behind that plasterboard is a shed load of wiring. Is it clipped properly? Is it chased in properly? Is it going the right directions in the right zones? So many little things that they don't really see. If you think of it in comparison with the builder, and if a builder comes along, he wants to knock a wall down to a lot of houses, they knock walls down to have them open planned. But they need to put an RSJ in between because it's got to hold the rest of the bleeding house up. You've got to get the right size RSJ. You've got to get the right... I don't even know, know what they call it. But you've got to get the right RSJ length and the pads that they put down. I only know these things because I've worked on site and I've seen them talking about it. I don't know how to do it. But what if the builder didn't put the right RSJ in? What if he didn't put the right size in and it started to move over time? Or, hopefully not, the whole thing collapsed. The top of the house come down. A lot of people are having these bifold doors put in the back of the house these days. Well, you need a good RSJ to hold up the rest of the back of the house. You think you're going to open a freaking 20-foot bifold door? You've got to have something good to hold the rest of the house up. There's a reason why you have all these surveys done for these RSJs. You probably pay £500 for the RSJ survey. But these are the reasons what they need to do. You wouldn't have a builder coming in and just go, yeah, that's an easy job. That'll do. I'll do that in a weekend. And this is where I think the customer doesn't mind paying. They don't mind paying what it costs. They might pay £500 for a survey. They might pay five grand for an RSJ, a special one being put in. Or they might get sunken into the ceiling, because a lot of people don't do that. They have a big they plaster around it and stuff like that. But they might have it sunken into the ceiling. They won't mind paying a lot of money for that. Because you can see it. It's going to make a drastic change to their house. It's going to be open plan. They can see out from their garden, from their kitchen, sitting at the dining room table. They're going to be seeing all the way, all the way down to their garden with these bifold doors that would make it lovely and open. They can physically see that. But if you're plugging in a socket, it's the same as the socket they've got in their living room. It's the same as the socket they've got in the bedroom. The oven worked before you refitted the kitchen. We had an old oven that worked. They don't really see the benefit of what an electrician doing a lot of the time. What electricians do a lot of the time. It's like when people extend onto their kitchen. They might put a utility room in. Where are you going to put a utility room? Oh, I'm going to put a dishwasher, tumble dryer, washing machine. All these things that draw quite a bit of current. So you have to run a new circuit. You want to run a new circuit. You don't just want to extend it off the rest. Because that's going to pull some juice. Oh, well, I didn't, didn't think that. I thought you could just add it off that socket that's in there already. Not really, mate. It doesn't work like that. Or come off the boiler supply. The boiler supply is probably a 16 amp. And you're going to start running tumble dryers and washing machines and everything off it. You can't do it. You, you, okay, you can. You can put sockets in. But they're not going to last forever. They're only going to ring you up and say, it's tripping. And so then you're going to get a call up because you're doing a Billy Bodge job. So this is why you want to tell them and let them know that this is what it's going to cost. This is what I'm going to do. This is how I'm going to do it. And it's going to cost you this.
because no customer cares. No one cares about if you use the right size cable or you write, do the right zoning, you put them in the right places and you fix the sockets, the right isolation, the right fixtures and fittings that will work for that safe isolation or the safe appliance, what they're going to put in there. They don't necessarily care about what you're putting in because they just want it to work. They know that they can plug it in. They don't care how it's going to work or, well, they just don't want to pay a lot for it, I don't think, with electricians. They want it to work, but they don't want to pay for it to work properly. So a customer that pays five grand to have maybe a bifold doors put in, they don't really want to pay 500 quid for an electrician to come out and make sure the electrics is safe. In my experience, a lot of customers, they make a joke of saying, oh, how much is this going to cost me? This is going to be expensive. And they make a bit of a joke of electricians being expensive. So that's not too bad because they expect it to be expensive. And I try to let them know just beforehand how much it's going to cost. But then there's other people that when you give them the invoice, Oh, I didn't know it was going to be that much. Oh, how much is that? Why does it cost so much? I did tell you before I started. There's uh, so many different type of customers, I think. And in my business, I try to be upfront and honest as much as I can. This is how much it's going to cost. And this is what I recommend you doing. You can spend you can spend £500 getting it done. Or if there is a cheaper option, I'll let them know that as well. Where you don't have to have the matching switches and sockets with USBs and stuff like that on. You can have the basic and maybe go for it later on. Give the customer options. I think they'll appreciate that a lot more. Even if it's like a little job where it's going to be £200. And if it's going to add up to maybe 250 I'll try and let the customer know first, saying, look, I needed to do it like this. I needed to replace this fitting as well because that was knackered. It is on the circuit that I'm going to be testing. I'd, I'd rather place, replace this light fitting as well, as long as they know. So it's not a shock at the end of it. So I think you're just adding on a little bit of extra money because I think a lot of customers are a bit sceptical, especially of electricians. They think that we just put a couple of noughts on the end of things sometimes when we don't. If you can reason, you can justify why you've done that. The customer's going to appreciate you a lot more. I have been to a customer's house before where they've said, yep, we had these sockets put in. They were put in last year and they were all rewired. When he did the kitchen, he rewired the whole kitchen. Right, okay. So I've took one socket off and it's red and black cable. We haven't used red and black cable for 10 years. Unless that electrician, he had a drum of red and black cable that he shouldn't have put in, but maybe, maybe he did. It's, it's copper's copper, that's fine. You put in red and black cable. No. He didn't, unless he chased out that wall and put the tiles back on exactly the same as he took them off. He lied to you, ripped you off. He told you what he did. He refitted the kitchen and he just JB'd it all underneath. JB'd the ring. It was a mess. So when I went to rewire this house, and they, but they said to me, oh no, the kitchen's been done. It hadn't, unfortunately. The kitchen needed to be done as well. It had been bodged from, from well, obviously from a kitchen fitter. But th these sort of jobs where people, I don't know how much they charged them. They probably paid an extortionate amount for the kitchen to be, well, they on their invoice, I'd assume, kitchen rewired, it hadn't been rewired, it hadn't been rewired at all, it had just been added on with other sockets, and it had done, they'd added on so many spurs off a spur, or off a spur, it's just a mess, you must have seen it a thousand times, and it winds me up when this happens, because these are the type of guys that give electricians a bad name, because if you Google how much an electrician earns per hour, you might get around 30 to 60 pound an hour and think, oh, that's good money. But not everything of that 30 or 60 pound goes into the electrician's pocket. I think the cost of running an electrical business as a self-employed electrician, it might surprise you a little bit. And I've talked about this in another podcast. How much does it cost to work as a self-employed electrician? So after you listen to this, 
go ahead, I'll leave it in the show notes. You can go, you can go and check that out. But there is a number of electricians and every electrician they do charge different prices. It's not because they're better. It's not because they do a better job because end of the day, sometimes it actually it might be because they're better. Sometimes, sometimes there is a lot of electricians that maybe charge over the odds because they're better. Sometimes they charge a lot of money. It means that they're, they're busy because a lot of people don't mind about losing out on, on a job. If you say, right, it's going to cost you 500 pounds. Well, excuse me, that guy down the road said to do it for 200 quid. You wonder why I do it for 200 quid, I'll probably do it tomorrow as well, because you ain't got no work. I've been to jobs before where I've been asked to quote for a job and I was called back to say, oh, can we come back about it, Ben, and have a little chat about chat with us about it? Because um, we've had a couple of electricians in and they're all a lot cheaper than you. I was like, okay, so I went around and had a little chat and these two electricians I had around, I know them. One of them I went to college with. They were, they, were, they were good lads, they were good sparks. They are good sparks, but they put in a lower price than me. But I thought, why am I back? And then the customer explained to me, they're sort of, they, I don't know, they maybe like to get on with me, they said sort of thing. They liked the way I talked to them, how I was going to do the job, I explained to them, which was fine and I didn't mind. The only reason I put in a good price is because it was a relatively small job and I've got a lot going on. And to pull me off of a big job and crack on with this little conservatory, uh, I, I didn't really want to do it, to be honest. But... When he agreed the price, end of the day, I was, I, I was the one that did it. This is the thing. He agreed to do that price. I said, yep, no worries, Ben, we'll do that in the end. And I ended up doing the job. And this is something that I learned over time as working for myself as an electrician. If there's one customer that says, no, you're not doing that job. You give someone a quote and they say to them, and they say to you, sorry, like, no, 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 you're too expensive. I ain't paying that for you to do that job. Fine, walk away, go somewhere else. Because there'll be two people down the road that will be happy for you to do that job for that price, to pay that money. They'll see your value and see your worth. This is the whole point of building a reputation as your business, because obviously word of mouth is probably the best marketing tool that you can have as an electrician, as a self-employed business, to be honest. And the position that I get to at the minute with all the work, it didn't happen overnight. These were things that I put in place over time, that I learned in place over time and implemented into my own business. There's so many customers that I've been and gone, I've done work for, I don't do work for them anymore. I still see them as friends, or maybe in Tesco's or Sainsbury's sometimes say hello, but I don't do, do the electrical work for them anymore because they think I'm too expensive, which is fine. I don't mind that because there's plenty of customers that call me up all the time. So I think that being an electrician and getting told that you may be a bit of a ripoff, it's become a bit of a joke. I laugh about it now. People go, oh, you're an electrician, you're a ripoff. Yeah, maybe. But the bottom line is, if you're not going to pay me what I'm asking, asking for, I'm not going to do the job. I think the years that I've spent at college, the experience that I've gained over time and the, the lessons that I've learned, I think that I've earned the right to turn up to a job and switch a breaker on. And that's 50 quid. I think that's, sort of, that's what I'm entitled to these days. And I know nine times out of ten, the customer says, I could have done that if you told me over the phone. Yeah, but what if it tripped off? What if something different happened? What if it wasn't the fault with the RCD tripping or you plugged in your faulty toaster? This is the thing. I don't like to tell people over the phone. Just try to do it a little bit different. Try to process of elimination with the RCD. I can tell them that. So I can tell them what fault it is, what circuit it is. And maybe suggest, have you bought a toaster from a car boot sale that you've plugged in? You can maybe find out that way. But I'd never like to tell someone, right, take the light down. Is the live here? Is the neutral here? Is the switch wires around? Take that light switch off. Take that socket off. 
I don't want to explain to people how to do that. Because if the phone goes dead, then I feel responsible in a way. And it is funny sometimes when you turn it to a house and yet you do solve that problem within sort of five, 10 minutes. And you say to your customer, right, that's all 55 to 60, depends what it is, 60, 70 pounds. They look at you, gone out. Then worry about it. you're charging for me for the five minutes. Well, yeah, I do this for a living, mate. I don't do this for fun. And electricians, yep, they may have a stereotypical reputation of being maybe a bit of a rip-off sometimes with the jobs they do, because customers might not understand exactly what goes into detail of what we've done, but we've also got a good reputation of being heroes. And this is not exaggerating either. I know for a fact that the work I've done over time has more than likely saved a few lives by rectifying some faults or some dodgy cowboy work. And all these lessons that I've learned over sort of 20 20 plus more years of being an electrician, I'm slowly downloading to a group on Facebook. The electrical tips, the business tips, and the mistakes maybe that I've made. Yeah, there's been a few. Made maybe the mistakes to avoid. So jump on over into the Toolbox Talks for Electricians group. I'll leave a link down below in the show notes as well so you can get, to, get an easy access to it. But I can guarantee you as well, there's some great electricians in there that I also learn tips from. You're never too old to learn something. You're never too old to learn something new. So come over and take a look. I'll see you again on the next one.